he'll make it all right. Whatever you want. God is able. Whatever you need. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget, uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. I always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, GiveLify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father, we come thanking you for another week, a new day. Bless us, Lord, to hear something that will bless us throughout these upcoming days, Lord, and give us inspiration, motivation, and determination to keep on keeping on with you. Oh, God, we love you. We thank you for last week and seeing us through. We ask you now to see us through, and Lord, and we have to go through something we know who to lean and depend on, and that is you. Oh, Lord, bless your word. Bless this weak, feeble servant that I am, Lord. Give me your power, your, your fresh anointing, fall afresh on us. Give you the praise and glory for everything that you've done. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Again, we in, call your attention to the fifth chapter, Book of Acts. Uh, we're on the last of five, chapter five. I've enjoyed going through this particular chapter, going through, continuing through Acts. And uh, we have verse 33 in the fifth chapter, the series of uh, Get Your Acts Together, Get Your Acts together and uh, God has really blessed his word and as we've learned and delved deep uh, into this first century church is burgeoning church of Jesus Christ fifth chapter 30, 33 says when they heard this they were enraged and wanted to kill them but a Pharisee named Gamaliel a teacher of the law who was respected by the people stood up in the Sanhedrin and ordered the men to be taken aside outside for a little while. He said to them, men of Israel, be careful about what you're about to do to these men. Some time ago, Thaddeus rose up, claiming to be somebody, and a group of about 400 men rallied to him. He was killed and all his followers were dispersed and came to nothing. After this man, Judas the Galilean, rose up in the days of the census and attracted a following. He also perished, and all his followers were scattered. So in the present case, uh, I tell you, stay away from these men. Leave them alone, for if this plan or this work is of human origin, it would fail. 
but if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You may even be found fighting against God. They were persuaded by him after they called in the apostles and had him flogged, had them flogged. They ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus and released them. Then they went out from the presence of the Sanhedrin, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to be treated shamefully on behalf of the name. Every day in the temple, in various homes, they continued teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Then they went out from the presence and he's rejoicing that they were counted worthy to be treated shamefully on behalf of the name. I just want to tag this text briefly today, this morning. Uh, this thing you are in is all about God. This thing you are in is all about God. A few days ago, shuttle call Inspiration 4 took off and yesterday splashed down in the ocean after a few days in space. What made this so interesting and unprecedented was that the Inspiration 4 is the first space shuttle to take civilians into space and bring them back. Quite a feat that will undoubtedly have far-reaching effects on the way travel is done in the future. One lady, one passenger on this shuttle that had the opportunity to go was the first cancer survivor and the first person with a prosthetic and the youngest to participate in space travel. She was asked, how did she feel to be able to experience this? And the young lady said it was not about her, but it was for the kids that would be, uh, that would benefit from seeing her and saying to themselves, I can do that because I saw somebody else do it. Despite all the things that had beset her in her life before, someone could see and say, it's not about me, but it's about something far better and bigger that I call for. This textual journey through this particular chapter five in the book of Acts has a lot of themes to cover, but since we're at the last of the chapter, one theme comes to mind, and that theme is this. This thing you are in, it's all about God. Throughout the chapter, we see how the disciples, being obedient to the Lord, went through trials and persecution and situations, but instead of crying, woe is me, they came to the realization that it is all about God. Can we, as the 21st century church, proclaim that if it had not been for the Lord on our side, if he hadn't made a way and brought us through and gave us favor, we have to jump and say it's all about him. We have to get out of our own way, get, of our, get out of our own mind, put that in the same energy we normally would settle for, woe is me, and look at me, look how things are. We have to put that same energy into praising 
the Lord. The disciples got it. The, the disciples had made a decision. They had made Jesus their choice and they were not letting nobody and no situation deter them from all the goal of praising Jesus, teaching and preaching about him who died and rose again. How many in this place, how many under the sound of my voice can identify that despite what goes on around me, despite what may affect me, I'm still going to march for Jesus. We got our marching orders. <laughs> despite what you're going through, despite what others say, despite what things, how they turn out, we have our marching orders and they are, we are supposed to praise the Lord. Look in the text. I'll be with you briefly. The text says that one, God protects his children. When they heard this in verse 33, they were enraged and wanted to kill them. But a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law who was respected by all the people, stood up in the Sanhedrin and ordered the men to be taken outside. But listen, listen, sometimes God can use the unexpected to bring deliverance to your situation. Uh, God can use the unexpected, unintended, the what something that doesn't look like it could be for deliverance. He can bring it and use it for your good and his glory. And in this case, the disciples had a person to stand on their behalf, Gamaliel. And we know him to be one of the Sanhedrin. We know him to be a teacher. He was so much respected. They call him Rayman instead of Rabbi because the teacher, they, he sat down, they stood up when he spoke. He, matter of fact, you read later in Acts, he was the one who gave Saul his marching orders. Because Saul, Paul, was taught at the feet of Gamaliel. So this man had some push, he had some weight. So when he stood up to speak, they listened. And he said... Um, be careful about what you're about to do to these men. <laughs> yeah, can I can I give you a little bit of something else too? That uh, the Sanhedrin Council had to have some had to have made a decision to follow Jesus a while back. I'm not saying Gamaliel did because I believe his intentions were slightly askew, and I'll deal with that in a minute. But his response. To them bringing the men in and some responses from the Sanhedrin that uh, Jesus always lays this out. This, the rule of following Jesus being a Christian is that you must make a personal decision. Because to be one of his children, you got to be first, claim him as father. <laughs> yeah, it causes, when you, when you name the claim, claim the name. It causes either a reception or a rejection in that Jesus' names brings up either anger or it brings happiness. That's why some folk can't deal with the fact that they are told they are sinners. Some folk don't like to be told they're wrong. Some folk don't like to be told, well, I'm, I'm good. I go to heaven. No, good don't get you to heaven. Knowing Jesus is what gets you to heaven. Sanhedrin couldn't deal in truth. They 
Some people can't deal with you and your growth in Christ. Some people can't deal you with your attempts in order to live better for Christ. They can't deal with you on that level. They can deal with you when you are alcoholic. They can deal with you when you are a, 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 a whoremonger. They can deal with you when you chasing chasing women, doing drugs. They they can deal with that. But oh, if you go to Jesus, they sometimes can't deal with the truth. Hmm. Can't deal with your truth. <laughs> truth is, we're trying to make sure that our lives match up to Jesus. Yes, brothers and sisters, Jesus is the ultimate line that must be dealt with. It's the ultimate line that the demarcation of are you good or are you bad? Are you right or you wrong? Are you living for him? Or as you as yet made that choice? And we look at the text. Told you God protects his children. He always uses something, somebody to come up and protect his children. The unexpected. Hmm. It was God behind the actions of Gamaliel. See, those invisible forces that are at work to oppose the will and purpose of God, God can still, he still has power over that. Yeah, it's invisible forces. Well, I get tickled at folk trying to do physical things to spiritual situations. You can't do that. It's, it's a spiritual. Paul said that we fight not against flesh and against flesh and blood, but it's spiritual, spiritual warfare. Principalities that we battle, we battle, and we must understand to fight spiritual. We have to be spiritual. <laughs> Priest Pastor Mac, I'm doing. The best I can. So God protects his children. Are you one of his children? Can 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 you uh, leave it in his capable hands to protect you? You can lean on him knowing that he has your back. Okay. And then secondly, God can't be defeated. Says verse 36, Gamaliel gave her. History, historical rundown of those before who had gained fellowship, but yet when they were either done away with or off the scene, the groups had dispersed and the, the groups fell by the wayside. But here he says, if this thing is of God, if, if it's a legitimate thing, concern, then, uh, if it's not, brother, you, You'll just watch it wither away. Said if it's for if it's a human origin, it will fail. Verse thirty nine said, but if it's of God, if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. Said you might be even found fighting against God, and this persuaded the council. Yeah. Yeah, that old Gamaliel, he used by God in this particular situation. And I just think he was still using this as, he wasn't unsure. He was, I think he was still unsure about Jesus and the disciples. I just think uh, because the Sanhedrin, he was a Pharisee. He was trying to get a one-upmanship on 
the rest of the council, the Sadducees. So then he was trying to use, he had ulterior motives. But God can still use whatever you think is intended for something else. He can still use it for his perfect will. Yeah, he's still using us. Uh, he still uses his erring children yeah, to spread the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. See, regardless of who, it, it took me about Kanye West when he was up to see Jesus. Was still, he was still bringing folk to Jesus. You, you, somebody may have heard Kanye talking and we can't look at his life and see no fruit, but somebody heard Jesus. And may have caused them to want to research, investigate further. So we don't know what lives could have been touched by just using the name Jesus. Because if you say the name Jesus, it's still going to draw. <laughs> if you say the name Jesus, it's still going to have power in it. Because it's something about that name. And whoever says it, it does, just the gospel. He, it is the gospel. Jesus is the gospel. He is the word. Yeah, he, he, he's, if he's uttered, it still enrages the enemy. The enemy just don't like to hear that name Jesus despite who it is. That's why he don't want anybody saying Jesus. He don't want nobody. He don't want nobody saying the name Jesus because it brings power and the devils know that name. The demons know that name. Yeah. Jesus was going to the man at the tomb. He said, why are you bothering us? <laughs> we ain't bothering you. <laughs> they knew who he was. Something about that powerful name of Jesus. Despite whatever you're going through and whatever's coming your way. Romans 8, Paul laid it out. Verse 37, knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors. Through him who loved us. And then he goes on further and said, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present or things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ who? Jesus, our Lord. Yeah. Nothing can separate. There's power in that name. As we go, if you did had more time, I dig deeper in the Sanhedrin's belief factor because since they didn't believe in that name Jesus, they couldn't quantify all the things that had happened while Jesus was there. They were still trying to wrap their mind around what Peter and John had done for the man by the gate called beautiful. In this man, this name Jesus, there was power there. Well, my brothers and sisters, beloved, there is a lesson here today. My last point, God expects rejoicing. And we look at verse number 40. After they called the apostles in, had them flogged. Some translations said had them skinned. Because the whip they used skinned them, peeled the skin off of them. And they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus. 
And then they let him go. And it said in 41, they went out from the presence of the Sanhedrin, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to be treated shamefully on behalf of the name Jesus. And every day in the temple and in various homes, they continue teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. Well, my brothers and sisters, consider their response. Instead of, woe me, instead of, I can't handle this, they went out rejoicing after being beaten. And sometimes life will beat you. Life will get a hold of you. Life will try to shake you to the core of your foundation. But what I've discovered, and I know somebody else under the sound of my voice, you've discovered that Jesus, he's the reason that you can keep on going. Jesus is the reason that the disciples didn't depart in fear or grief. Jesus is the reason they departed in joy. And that's what some of us need. We need a little bit of joy. Joy in the morning. Joy in the afternoon. Joy at night. We need a little joy. And not only did they have some joy, they counted it all right to be shamefully beaten for the name of Jesus. Yes, they thought it was a good thing that they were beaten, flogged, misused, mishandled, left for dead. In the name of Jesus, sometimes you need a little strife. Sometimes you need a little heartbreak. Sometimes you need something in your life to help you understand that without the name of Jesus and without him in your heart, you can't make it. Sometimes he got to put reminders in your way so you can identify that Jesus paid it all and it's all to him we owe. It's all because of him, this thing you're in. It's about God, this thing you are confronting. It's about God, this thing that has you shackled, heavy laden, can't get no rest, trying to look for things in the wrong places. It's all about God. Won't you give him a try? Turn it over to the Lord and watch him, watch him, watch him, work it out, won't he do it, 
Won't he do it? He will work it out. He will now. make ways out Jesus of no way. He will to get to know him when you're really coming to your life. Simply say this prayer Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer uh, is as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org, contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the lord god bless you and we'll see you next week pastor mac out